Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Eight of them things. Eight of them in a row. Knicks win once again. Never get tired of when, of saying this. But welcome back to the Run.Down post-game show here on the Strickland YouTube channel. as well as Strickland. Um... Podcast Network, if you're listening afterwards, Knicks win 132 to 94, winning against Golden State at home for the first time since the magical 2012 13 season, where Steph Curry decided to drop his nuts on the war on the on the Knicks in a loss. There was no Steph Curry today. There was no on Andrew Wiggins. There was no there was not Clay Thompson wasn't here either. Shit. He, he wasn't here. Basically. I mean, he had what was it? 11 points and it was a minus 28. Yeah. But yeah. I mean Ask me if I care. I don't. We want to age straight. The vibes are immaculate. They're fantastic. They're exquisite. And we keep winning. Cry. And my son is back. I'm rocking the Emmanuel Quickly jersey for those who are not watching on YouTube. I'm rocking the Emmanuel Quickly jersey today because my son came out in 23 minutes, 22 points, five of six from three. I mean, absolutely set the tone for the bench with his aggressiveness. He looked confident. He did not hesitate on anything. He just came out, just lights out. Theories will go out as to why he was hooping. People, some people are at the game that he might have been wanting to impress. We won't get into that right now. <laughs> we the won't host. get into that it's right now. The, it's always for the hoes. Don't even think about it, man. But yeah, I mean, he he was part of like the larger impact of like the Knicks hot shooting today. Um, and yeah, I mean, the Knicks they were forty two percent from three. Um. Really good shooting night from them. Not usually the case, but it was tonight. Um, Quentin Grimes helped with that as well. Four of eight from three. Um, Brunson, two of five from three. And, you know, you know, Grimes and 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 Brunson and, and quickly, they, they all set the tone for tonight in terms of what type of game we were going to get. And the Warriors just had no response for it. Um they played a lot. They had no choice but to play a lot of James Wiseman, and thank God they did because that definitely helped us a ton. Um, and I was telling folks um, in DMs, I was like, yo, James Wiseman about to come in. We are about to be good. So, like, do not even worry about, like... Dog, the way they hyped up that man. They gave him a five-minute um, propaganda, like, you know... Bro. Sideline report, all that. They made it, it seem like he was getting it out of the gutter. Like that man, yo, he had to go to the G League. Like G in the G League because he's ass. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? They, you got on one block. They were like, see, improvement. You know, that's what the G League could do to you. And it's like, he was ass. He was garbage. He did nothing on the court of relevance. Like, he had five fouls in 22 minutes, four fouls before garbage time started to hit and garbage time started really early this game but like very early because steve kerr pulled the starters in like 11 minutes after um 11 minutes into the quarter because like the knicks just like blew up the game that quickly i mean it was already uh a route but i think that that first couple that first like minute yeah. or so really set the tone and steve kerr was like all right we got a back-to-back versus brooklyn the next game we're not gonna like risk injury or anything and you know he pulled them and that basically secured the win for the warriors right i mean for the knicks right there um eight straight i mean definitely i mean looking ahead at the schedule we definitely have a chance to to win out the rest of the the year to be honest just looking ahead i mean after christmas it's like the mavs the spurs and the rockets um, all teams that we can and should beat. Um, the Mavs, they are, of course, reeling without Jalen Brunson. The Spurs and Rockets are awful teams. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, we can go into tonight's game. I mean, there's much to talk about, but there's also not much to talk about because it was a blowout. But there were so many good things yeah. as well. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, once again, starting with Emmanuel quickly leading the, the, the night off with 22 points, hitting his threes, looking confident defense, of course, great as usual variety of ways of scoring, not just threes. He was getting into the paint, letting off his floater, getting some and ones, you know, just doing what he does best. It, it, it looked like tonight he like found that fair balance of, he, he basically found what I was talking about last post game in terms of finding the fair balance between driving to the rim and like just pulling with reckless abandon like he did in his rookie year. And it was so much fun to see. I mean, every shot he that that he took and went in, I was just like screaming in my room because I was like, finally, like, like every time he goes on like one of these scoring streaks, it is like the most exciting like minutes of the game. I think like if it's not him and Toppin, it's just like him just going on these scoring streaks. And they remind me of like when J.R. Smith used to get hot and when J.R. Smith used to get hot, them used to be mad fun. So yep. when it quickly starts to get hot, that like that's what it feels like. Like he has those vibes. Definitely. Where it's just like, you know, this guy is just going off and there's nothing you can do about it. And he's just get he's sitting on these threes and you just wet it up in your face. And then like he's driving to the paint. He's getting an and one on you. You don't know how he's doing it. Like when Deuce, when Deuce start to go off, okay, like low-key, when like Grimes and IQ go off, you feel like Novak and JR a little bit, little bit, little bit. Has those vibes. Little bit. But has it's those like, vibes. It's great to see quickly find himself. Um, I don't know what Bible study he went to. I don't know what pastor he went to. Maybe it was confessional. Who knows? No, nah, I think it was Shorty who was sitting courtside with the orange afro. <laughs> so I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. If that's who he was showing out for, I do not blame him. So and This is why I keep telling y'all, you hoop for the hoes. And if you can't do it in front of the hoes, you shouldn't be hooping. The, it was national TV. All the hoes was out. Kate Upton in the city. Like, it's Madison Square Garden on a Tuesday night. You know what it is. The Warriors Holiday in town. season, you know. Holiday season. Christmas to the, vibes. Holiday vibes. vibes. The hoes bringing day hoes. Like, it's extra hoes in that, hip, in that hoe. And what happened? He showed up, bright as the lights, and he did the job. That's all I could ask for Emmanuel quickly. I'm glad he found himself. And I hope... This is consistent. I do not want him to put up another offer. For my sake, for everybody's sake, this venture's sake, you cannot put up any more offers. Give, give me a consistent, just give me a consistent 44% shooting, bro. That's all I need. That's all I need. I, give me a good 10, 12 points a night, solid splits, and just do what you do because you know this is his bench unit. This is his bench unit. Even when Obi gets back, Quickly is being asked to be the point guard. Quickly is asked to realistically be the sixth man on this team. And his, he's beginning to done defensively. I think, again, he had another two steals on a block tonight. I think he was the only block we had tonight as well, which is crazy to think about. Oh, wow. Yep. So that's all he needs to do is just give that fervor and that energy um, that he has a defensive end. Hopefully, he translates to his offense and hopefully he becomes more consistent. So, yeah. Um, Going on to the next player to talk about tonight, um, Jalen Brunson. Nice little calm 21 points, you know, nothing too crazy. But, um, I mean, he definitely, like, every time that he had the ball in his hands, I mean, I was very confident in what he was going to do and that he was going to score or he was going to make the right play. And it's just consistently that's, like, the feeling that we're getting with him. And, you know, it's just a relief to finally have that type of player on this team that can stabilize things like this. Um, But, yeah, he was just very steady tonight as well. Um, And, you know, he has that feel of, like, like he is your leader. He is your star guy. Like, that's the type of vibe you get when he's on the court and he is in control of things. And it's just such a relief to have that. He feels steady. And this franchise has been steady for a long, long time. Um. He was just great to have that stretch in the second quarter when he went on a personal 9-0 run. That kind of felt like the team going up double digits and that kind of... That's what really broke the game open. Yep, and they had no answer for him. None whatsoever. And he just came in there and he was steady and it was the quietest 21 of all time, but that's kind of what Brunson does. He'll drop 20 and you'd be like, wait, he dropped 20? Yep, that's what he does. Um, Yeah, 21, five assists, another steal. I think he's had like 
seven or eight straight. I think he's had a steal in every game of the win streak so far, which is oh, wow. nuts to think about. I mean, during um, the win streak, what's his three point percentage been? Because I feel like it's been like it's been it's been crazy. I don't, he's shoot he's shooting like over sixty percent on pull up threes during the win streak. I think he's also been at I can check right now. Um, something crazy. But like, yeah, he's definitely been shooting. I want to say upwards of forty percent, probably closer to fifty. But I'll I'll get the numbers on what I can. But yeah, he's just been he's been hooping. He's been solid, and that's what you want to see him be. Wow! Shout out to Mikhailu, by the way. Um, yeah, he had more points than Kevin. James Wiseman and Kevin Looney. <laughs> no, nah, bro, did you see Svee try to cock it back and yo? I missed that. Like, I had, my, I had my head. I had my. I had my head down when he when he did that. I didn't. See no, that. so like he literally tried to like two hand jam it on some random warriors bum, and I was like, no, he but he even to do it. He got fouled. He got the free throw line. But like, if he somehow pulled that off, you gotta give us the next win tomorrow. <laughs> like you can't just you can't threaten a man's life like that. Yeah, I mean. Um, okay. Also, he's been shooting fifty-one percent from three during the um during the win streak. Wow. Yeah. I mean. Yep. It's been it's it's been a big part of why the offense is a little is a little bit even better now. Um, and you're hoping tonight's three point shooting. I mean, we're obviously not going to shoot forty-two percent from three every night, but you're hoping like this around like hovering around like maybe like thirty-six, thirty-seven percent, the team can shoot. Night tonight. I mean, tonight once again, Julius and RJ did not have it from three. Um, but yeah. Miles McBride is starting to like get some offensive consistency. Yeah. And if if that comes around, then like the, the bench is really cooking with gas because if quickly and McBride can like Ooh. do that and yeah. then be great defensively, and then RJ is like helping them like steady, steady, steadily anchor the second unit alongside of them that's that just that just brings the offense up even more levels yeah it was really encouraging to see miles like find his stroke of uh, his third career game with 10 points um uh, which is really good to see um two of five from three he hit a couple threes tonight uh which is really appreciate that for him overall uh third best afro in massive garden after jericho sense and ice spice uh Ah, made me happy, made me smile. Um, but yeah, it was just great to see Miles McBride again um, get into his groove. I really hope he can sustain it, man, because he's been he's had a couple good offensive games on the stretch. A game, um, that game in Charlotte, especially. I want to talk about that one. That was a good one, but like this might have been his best offensive game um, of the winning streak so far, and. Uh, I don't think it, has any, it was a coincidence that it had something to do with um, Isaiah Hartenstein turning into Magic Johnson in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah. he was, did you see the passes, bro? I did. He, he was he, he he was like he caught I on mean, the short roll, hit a spin move to spin. Like, come on! Man. I mean, this is the type of stuff that we were anticipating when like we signed him, and like Dibs is just like, all right, be in Nerlens, please. Like, and everyone's like, no, like that's not his role. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that fourth quarter really gave us a sneak preview of like what he can be if we utilize him in the right ways. And hopefully, you know, this is something that they can use going forward. Um, it was very annoying, though, to hear Reggie Miller just keep saying, Jokic of the East. And it's like, all right, we get nah, it. I had fun with that. that was, he was cooking with that. He's a jester. I was crying. Reggie <laughs> that Miller. Was, that was a rare good Reggie I Miller. I said on Twitter, I cannot say what I want to say really about Reggie Miller, so I'll just keep it as Reggie at Reggie no, he Miller. He was absolutely ass for three quarters of that game. And, like, that foul from Ty Jerome with Quentin Grimes where he tried to make it seem like Ty Jerome was persecuted. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, how was that an illegal closeout? Or, um, like, dude, he literally ran into Quentin Grimes and then tried to pull back. Quentin Grimes was just shooting, and he ran into the man's ankle. That's literally the play that Kawhi got like hurt on verbatim. And you're talking about what is he doing? You can't play defense, and that's not a closeout. And it's like, dude, the man's ankle just got rolled. Like, come on. And Clearly he's in he's in the and, landing space. And thankfully he was okay and he was able to come back and you know still produce. Um speaking of Quentin Grimes, 
four of eight from three, five of six from the free throw line. So, you know, them free throw attempts, I like to see that. I like to see that. That means, you know, aggressively going to the basket, you know. Yep, four assists as well. Four assists. I mean, look at the starting lineup. You have three guys with five assists apiece, and then you got him with four. Really great stuff. That means they're sharing the rock. I mean, there was this one play where Julius passed to Quentin. Quentin drove into the lane, kicked it out to IQ at the top of the key, wide open, three. Perfect movement right there. Like, that's the type of ball movement that you want to see from the Knicks. Um, you know, it's the type of stuff that got us hype from last preseason where like the Knicks look like the Spurs for certain games where they were just like absolutely dishing the rock. And, you know, possessions like that, seeing that more often, you see that the, the team is like getting more cohesion together. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're just buying into like their roles fully. And like, that's just really encouraging to see. It's also encouraging to see quick um, Grimes finally have that quick trigger. At the last game, he felt a bit, a bit tentative. Yes, I think it felt like maybe somebody from the team or somebody from the coaching staff was like, we need you to be aggressive tonight. And he responded in kind, which is what you want to see him do. Uh, can't say enough about him. He's been immaculate during this win streak. He has been such a steady presence, and you saw it tonight in his plus minus. He was a plus 33, which is by far the highest of the game. Like, There's not much you can do better than what Quickly did tonight. Off on a quickly uh, grind to tonight, and he's starting to become one of those like one of the more prolific three and D wings in the league. He, I think he's on the precipice of like really starting to garner that attention. Uh, I think he's done, I think he might be shooting close to forty percent from three after that rust. After that little bit of like shaking off the rust, uh, he's easily probably towards like 85 percent of the line. His true shooting is probably like 65%. Like, I want people to put into perspective, like, how nuts that is. Like, quickly, like, not quickly. Grimes has essentially been, like, a significant positive. He has a net rating of 10.6. That's probably going to go up. So you're looking at 11, maybe 12. He's 65% true shooting, might be closer to 66 after tonight. Two to one assist to turnover ratio. And he's damn near slashing 50. He's slashing 50, 40, 80. That is nuts. Like, you, like, I don't think people understand how good Quentin Grimes is, and he's going to continue to get better because he could do stuff off the dribble. And now, if he started to get to the free throw line while also being able to do stuff off the dribble, while being such a spectacular finisher, because he's been finishing really well, like, sky's the limit for this kid. I'm so happy he's a Nick. And Got him at 25. Shout out Walt Perrin. Finding Walt Perrin, gems. Walt Perrin is having a special victory lap around the office. My man he, is literally he's, he, he's he's running up to dudes and saying, "I told you." Nah, he's he is literally in the fucking. He's next to Leon Rose in the office, going, "Oh, like son." He, my man has just been cooking with the board. He watching Tate going, "I'm about to do it again for this season." Like every time quickly scores, he be like, "That's me." That's me right there. Like, it's man. it's crazy how many players we acquired at the picks that we got them at that are so much better than James Wiseman, who was pick number two overall. I tweeted that I was like, "Yo, Jericho Sims, get him at tw- at 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 fifty eight, and he is like f- so far ahead of where James Wiseman is. He had eight points tonight on four four from the field, seven boards." Um, three offensive rebounds, including two. T- um, he had a tip slam, and then he had a tip in. Um, but yeah, I mean Jericho Sims again, once again, phenomenal, doing what he does best. Um, yeah, you know he's able to stay with guys in the perimeter. That that's what makes him so. Like I think that's what like that's why Knicks fans are so high on him is because he's able to do stuff stuff like that where he's like able to stay with guys on the perimeter. Um, because like that's the type of stuff that everyone got hyped up, hyped about with Mitch early in his career. Um, so you know, they get yeah. the same vibes there, and you know, like Sims is like also an incredible leaper too. That one alley hooper, like he basically he had enough extension to like kick his legs out before he came down with the dunk, dude. Like, I feel like a Sims alley was having like a gate, like 
at least it, it looks like out. it's a set designed play where like he goes behind the whole entire team and like cuts all the way back door um like it looks like there's a bunch of motion going on towards like the paint and stuff and like sims just goes all around it and catches a lob it looks like it's a set play that i think they run out of like a timeout or something um but yeah and i'm like shocked teams are letting this happen still but like hey i'll take it i will take the two free points every time facts i'm i'm not complaining there um julius and rj you know not the best shooting nights i would say um but they did pass they did pass the ball pretty well today um limited the turnovers both of them i think even though um julius had three um still much better um in terms of like handling what the defense gave them i thought they didn't really force things um there was a stretch where rj took over in the in in the third quarter um where he had I forgot how many straight buckets. It was like four or five straight buckets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, he was he was doing it in a variety of ways. He got like um some some faders, um, he hit some bank shots, um, he got into the lane. Um, just you know, showing off a variety of moves, and you know, that's always encouraging. And it was great that he only had to play 31 minutes tonight, you know. Great for all of our guys that they didn't have to play so much minutes, so yeah, yeah, this was this was a great game to like get rest. They were playing bottle flip on the bench. Um, yeah, I don't think Brunson played the, like the entire. Yeah, nobody. I think none of the starters played the entire fourth, and it was literally just like the bench unit just cooking up. And the bench unit extended the lead as well. Cause I think the lead was like twenty, and then they won by nearly forty. The bench won the fourth quarter, uh, thirty-two to thirteen. I think that kind of shows you how bad the Warriors benches, how bad the Warriors are in general. Yeah, I mean, they're uh, playing James Wiseman. Yeah, 22 like minutes, so, like, yeah. Man, like, I didn't know half the dudes who played from the Warriors tonight. Yeah, they had, like, like yeah, Ryan like, Rollins out there and stuff like that, and Patrick Baldwin Anthony, Jr. They had Anthony Lamb getting minutes. I was like, who is this? Ty Jerome was the only one who had, like, a decent cook-up. I thought he was about to get, like, absolutely baked by Ty Jerome tonight because, like, he had, like, those nine points in the first half. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, don't for, don't tell me Ty Jerome's going to be the one to kill us today. But thankfully, thankfully, we smoked the hell out of them. We don't yeah. have to hear nothing about no Ty Jerome, how he's from, you know, wherever he's from. I think he went to school in New York somewhere, whatever it is. Um yeah. I know he went to I know he went to Virginia and he like won a state championship, but like yeah, I think he went to high school in like um, Iona or something like that. Oh yeah, so I don't want to hear about like how he's from the New York area or whatever, and you know, whatever it is. But you know, glad we took care of business. You know, people are gonna say it's an undermanned Golden State squad. Who cares? We still won. We spanked the shit out of them, and we got. Toronto coming up, right? Yeah, Toronto tomorrow. And Toronto lost to this team, and they got blown out by this team. And then they lost, they lost to the Sixers in overtime. And now you're looking at the Knicks, who are work, decently rested from not having to play the fourth quarter. And the Toronto Raptors are in free fall, and they don't play a center. So To the paint. To the, the paint. Game plan. To the paint. I RJ. To the paint. Julius, to the paint. Mitch, Why? I need to see 2020. A 20 and 20 game. <laughs> Christian Coloco, who? No, man, like, bro, if Christian Coloco ain't giving nobody buckets. All right. Exactly. Nobody, nobody's getting Christian Coloco, bro. But like, yeah, I think that's a game we can try look to take advantage of their their size, their lack of size. Uh Fred Van Bleed is playing like he wants to be a Laker. Because he'll fit right in with that team. Um, yeah, I probably starting to look ahead early tomorrow, but like, it ain't really much to talk about. So, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, with these blowouts, I, I, I love it. Start. I love it though. I love, yeah, I'm, I am not going to complain by comfortable wins where we get to see the young players and you know, other guys just do random shit that we normally wouldn't see them do. So, like, yeah. Like we must start making parlays on the pod now. 
about to have a shooter parlay. Oh man, let's not do that because I will get too into it, and yeah. Um, but yeah, before we start, before we get into comments, time for everybody's favorite part of these shows. All right, the NBA is heating up. Just like the Knicks are heating up. When I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN, as you see on the corner of your screen if you're watching on YouTube. Place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes or show description for details. All right. Comments. Blank. Starting us off. Brother Sfee confirmed his brother's status with that dunk attempt. Now I got to see this dunk attempt now because I didn't see it. And now I want to see it. So I'm going to look this up. If and see what it, comes bro. up. If I can find it, I don't know if like, anyone like really. It, uh, it was, it, it was like it looks filthy in the moment. Like I, I wish see, it was I see the three. I don't see the dunk. Cause like he got fouled on it, so I don't see the dunk attempt. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't even be able it. to see it because he got fouled on it. But it was filthy in the moment. You might have to like get on a rewatch. Oh, I ain't gonna rewatch this game for to find a speed dunk. Someone finds if someone finds it, and you know, you t- tag me on Twitter. Y'all know my at. It's right there on the screen. <laughs> it's right there on the screen. So y'all could tag me in it if y'all see it, if y'all find it. But you know, I ain't see it. Shout out, brother Svi. You know, everyone. If you know, you know why he's called brother Svi. If you don't, you will know. Um. Chris Bernhardt says Shaq and Chuck trying to bring up the Nets when talking about the Knicks was so pathetic. Kenny just trying to talk about improvement and Shaq's in there like they ain't better than Team X. Yeah, this is why I hate when our games are on national TV because it's like it's not like we're not taken serious. I'm not asking us to be talked about like we're contenders, but like we're the hottest team in the league. Like, can you at least like pretend to like care like somewhat about the team that you have on your broadcast today? Like. Like all they like, talk, all they talked about was the Warriors and like what they need to improve, how they should play without Steph. They talked to Draymond. What's the game plan without Steph? Didn't talk to any Knicks players. Didn't mention the Knicks at all. Basically, they didn't talk about like oh they improved by adding young guys to their rotation that they've drafted with their new front office and how those players have developed and how they're playing well and how the defense has improved under these players and how Jalen Brunson should be an all-star. These are all topics that you can talk about, about the Knicks. No one's talk, telling you to talk about them like they're a contender. Just talk about them like they're one of the better teams that are playing right now in the league. That's it. Yeah, it's just... I, I'm not asking people to, like, hype up the team and make them sound like they're not. Like, they're a, good, they're a playoff team. A good playoff team. And that's Our why. job is to hype them up like that. Like, exactly. we're not asking national media to do that. I, I'm about to talk about this here if they did not. And I, um, next tomorrow at work, like, that's what I do. But, like, I, I, a modicum of respect to just be like, hey, you know, they're playing well. You know, the rotation changes have been really solid. And, like, shout out to Kenny because at least Kenny was trying to do that. But, like, they were like, yeah. you know, like, they're not even the best team in the state. And it's like, okay, we know that. We're not supposed to be like they have Katie and Kyrie. They're obviously supposed to be better than us. Like exactly, like the Knicks have been able to put together a fun young team with two All Star potentials and a bunch of young guys hooping their asses off. Like you, you can find something to talk about there. Yeah, it's not that deep, man. Yeah, but you know, TNT and national T and TV, they are going to national TV 
Um, and I called it too. Like I called it. I mean, it was so it was so obvious. Anyone could have called it really, but like I called it as soon as I saw that clip. I was like, we're gonna have Reggie, and Reggie is just gonna talk a bunch of bullshit the whole night. And that's exactly what happened. Because I thought maybe, just maybe, we might get Stan. Maybe we might get Stan tonight. Maybe Stan would have been way more bearable, way Bro. more bearable. Dude, Reggie was like. He was just talking about Steph Curry and Jordan. Couldn't Poole. stop munching the Warriors. Wiseman, he gave Wiseman a soliloquy, bro. Like, what are we doing here? And like, and then he, like to his credit, he talked about grinding a decent amount today, which was like, all right, cool, I'll give you that. But like, didn't talk about anyone else. We could give a like, fuck about who else like, was on the Knicks. Like, well, he was. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, they got the best defense at the Wizards started. Anyway, back to Wiseman <laughs> and how Wiseman it like just walked three miles without you know tripping over his own two feet like congrats and you know like draymond green had to walk seven miles to school every day so he could get it out of the mud like it was just nasty pandering like they give steph curry the second quarter interview while the game was on they it blown out and you got steph curry talking about yeah you know like my injury talking about golf and shit like i don't give a uh, i don't talk about the knicks they're on a seven now eight game win streak like Show us our damn respect, please. Oh, just a little bit. That's that's all we want. Just just treat us like we a damn good team. I like, can't wait to not... see what they're gonna talk about on Christmas, like when we're whatever how many games into the win streak. Joel and beats charity. Like oh my twenty one free throws. That game is probably like, gonna be very nasty with the free throws. The way the refs have been going this oh year. Oh my bro. I, that's the one thing I'm not looking forward to at all. I know that game will be like four hours. <laughs> Bro, Julius free throws, Joel and B free throws, Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson, RJ Barrett free throws, James Harden free throws, and they might throw in Tobias. They might give Tobias Harris a couple ones for Christmas. Like we might take like a hundred free throws between both teams. It might be filthy. It's gonna be nasty. Um, ZMP three two three two three says Jalen Brunson absolutely deserves to be an All Star. He's unreal. Tyrese is right. The vi- the vibes are immaculate. Yes, they are. Um, you know, he does. I mean, all-star voting has opened today. If you haven't already, submit your ballot. Put Jalen Brunson as the point guard. Um, they took away social media voting because, you know, Warriors fans abused the hell out of it with BTS (laughs) stands. So thank thank Warriors fans for ruining for all of us and for getting rid of one of the easiest ways to vote. So thank you, Warriors fans. We beat your ass as a thank you for it. Um, stupid fans. How do you ruin the most easy way to vote? What? How? How yeah, did you ruin the most easy way to vote? Now people got to go click a link and click all these icons. Like, it's mad difficult now for, like, especially, like, people like me that don't want to do all this clicking and shit. Like, I just rather, you know, type yeah. it out, hashtag NBA All-Star, and get on my day. I don't have time for this. I'm a teacher. I don't got time to be clicking links. I can't use my phone at work. Now I got to go sign into my account. Like, it's just whack. Like, at that point, my well just forget it. Just forget the all stuff. Literally forget the um, trying to ballot it. Like, just just let it be coaches at this point. But like, it, that's just whack, bro. Like, I don't want to. They go. They gonna bring it back next year because nobody's gonna do this shit. They're gonna have to bring it back next year. They have and, to. Right. And and they're gonna have to be like, okay, you have to retweet this tweet or whatever. Something. But like. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't want to fucking sign into shit just to vote. Yeah, and I, that means like you only, you only get like one vote a day, which is annoying. Yep. Oh, Jeff Green had a poster. I just. Oh, Jeff Green had. A, oh my god. Oh god, <laughs> he about to eat until he forty off that. Oh. Yeah. Whew. That game is gross, by the way. I, uh, all these blowouts in the league, it's crazy. By the way. I mean, I'm not complaining about blowouts, blowouts in Knicks games, but like blowouts league wide have been an epidemic this year. National Blowout Association, you know, you know what it is. I do, unfortunately. Jordan Bob says Brunson is him. Emmanuel quickly is still him. RJ with strong third quarter after a tough first half. Grimes lethal sniper who put clamps on pool. Yeah, I thought he did a pretty good job on pool. Um, you know, Poole still got his numbers, which he's going to do because, I mean, there's literally no one else to score on this team for the Warriors. So, like, he had to put up some type of numbers. But I thought Grimes did a pretty good job of, like, staying with him, especially as someone that, like, moves a lot. 
in this type of offense, you know, Grimes had to like fight over screens, which he's always done a great job of. And, you know, moving off ball, I think Grimes was great at paying attention. Um, there were times where he had to switch and stuff like that, but I thought he did a pretty good job overall. He's been a pretty great defender all year. Um, and, you know, I saw a, a metric today that like measured like he is someone that he is the person in the league that takes that has the most often um, he's the person the most often guards the other team's best player. Um, so, yeah, I mean, shout out to Grimes. He is our three and D guy that, you know, was promised to us. Like he he won't make it any all defensive teams, but like he deserves to be like he deserves to be in the conversation right now. I feel like he won't get it because he missed time of the season. But like I feel like if the Knicks really start to like establish themselves and like the defense is this good, like somebody's got to get votes from this team. And if it's not going to be Mitch, it's got to be Grimes. Like this is what happened in the We Here year where like. The team was like the fourth best defense and nobody like was getting votes. And it's like, okay, well, somebody's gonna be doing defending, bro. But you would give it to Kawhi Leonard and shit. Like I I, I hope there's some respect on voting. Yeah, I mean, he's someone that like he looks the part of the defender. The thing is, like, when during the We Here year, we know we had we didn't have anyone that like really looked the part of like a defender the way like that the way that Grimes defends. So he might get that like graciousness, and you already got guys like JJ Redick on his podcast that are like giving him props. And JJ Redick's like technically like national media now because he's on ESPN and shit. So like True. if he's someone that's like noticing that and giving his props to Grimes and Deuce, like he literally named those two as like part of the reason why the Knicks defense has improved during this win streak. So if he's someone that's like noticing that and giving um them props, I mean. It could happen for Grimes where he gets, you know, a couple votes here and there and maybe even gets like some serious consideration if this continues for the rest of the year. Um, because, yeah, I mean, he has been that good of a defender where like the Knicks defense is like heavily like reliant on him and and Mitch really the really those two be in the backbone. And then the other three they've they've started giving consistent effort on a nightly basis. So the defense is really locked in. So yeah, but it starts with Grimes and Mitch, though. Yeah, um, I, I hope they get some respect from um, the, the voters. And speaking of the defense, real quickly, like those rotations tonight, crisp. Like, there was this one possession where they mm-hmm. they got Ty Jerome to like travel, but like yep. they were moving their feet, they were switching, they were stunting and recovering. It was just like perfect, like. Guys were like rolling to the basket. Guys were like dropping, but like quickly getting back to their man. It was just like absolutely beautiful defense. RJ was hitting like spin moves to get get away from like screens and shit. Yeah, I was like, no, what you on? <laughs> they was they was moving different to their own defense. I was like, I had never ever seen you hit a spin move to get out of a screen. Look at you go, Deuce did the lab teaching him some shit. Oh my god! But yeah, like the defense had just been incredible. They've been stingy. They've been getting after it. Um, they've been securing the boards as well. That was the big thing where, like, they're ending possessions with one shot. Um, the, uh, they only had four offensive rebounds about the Warriors did compared to the Knicks having 14. So that shows you – sorry. Um, that shows you, like, how much they get after it on the boards. Um, more assist than the Warriors. Just they, – they got it up. They got after it tonight, and it's great to see them get after it on a consistent basis the way they have been. Like, three guys, the five guys had at least two two offensive rebounds. That's really promising. Yeah. Um. All right, let's see our next comment. Chris Barnhart says, Wiseman, nothing more than a hyped up Cole Aldrich. That's being generous, honestly. Shout out Cole Aldrich. He's probably he's he he's definitely gonna have a longer career than what James Wiseman is gonna have. I mean, James Wiseman doesn't have long in this league. This guy's absolutely terrible. I mean yeah. watching him as an outsider is hilarious, but like if he was legitimately on my basketball team, I'd probably like commit like allegedly commit crimes. Bro, like you thought you go to like a Warriors like Warriors Twitter is a weird place. And like they be acting like he's not John Henson with an afro. Um they be like, you know, 
there's an all NBA player in there somewhere. And I'm like, bro, what are you watching? He's seven foot and uncoordinated. That's it. Like, I'm, I'm going to keep harping back to this. Like, he was ass in high school. He was absolutely ass in high school. Like, he was inefficient ass in high school. And the only reason why he got hyped was because he was tall as shit. He was tall as shit and bigger than shit. And he would dunk over everybody in high school, but even still, he wasn't like he thought he was Dirk or KG. Like he literally thought he was KG because like he was trying to keep doing all this shit with like step back middies and shit and the threes. And it's like, no, he's not the kind of guy. And now he's in the league, and it's like, well, he I get he was injured, but like rookie year, he wasn't that good. He missed the second year out due to injuries. Hey, at least he got his ring. At least he got his ring. So like you can you can eat off that forever. You can say I'm an NBA champion forever, but like Bob from accounting is not gonna care. And that's where you're heading, bro. Nope, they will not. Almost time for that CDL. Um R mm-hmm. says, Did y'all know Hartenstein was Jokic of the East? Reggie Miller needs to be exiled from society. What? The passes was nuts. No, nah, passes was crazy. Bro, he he crazy. did. He did the 360 spin to Sims who was cut out of the corner, and he looked at the camera too, and he knew it was sweet. He was like, and I was like, yeah, now nah, you deserve that he, one. He knew Wiseman was sweet. He knew yeah. Wiseman was sweet. He, he, he could do whatever he wanted. He dumped on him. He like, knew he could do whatever he wanted. And those were his only points of the night. Yeah. My man, he had to, he happened to be here stat line for like 10 minutes, and then he decided the fourth quarter about to turn it on. And he was just—he was doing the touchdown pass. He was doing big to big lobs, throwing it to do, throwing it off the backboard. Like they need oh. to do this more often. I mean, like obviously it's not going to happen in blowouts, but like this is stuff that like we expected to see from him when we got him. So like it would be nice to see it like more often. Um, hopefully you know this is the beginning of a lot of great things. I mean. I feel like the Knicks still haven't hit their offensive ceiling. I mean, quickly still has not, you know, been consistent offensively. Deuce is still rounding into form. Sims, we haven't used Sims the right way still. I mean, tonight we finally got a glimpse of that. RJ hasn't hit threes really yet. Like, I feel like those are all things that if they start to happen, they all will lead to like a compounding of the Knicks offense, just like skyrocketing. Oh shit! Tip sat down this game. Oh, yeah, I saw the quote. I saw the uh, the tweet from Popper just now, and then Julius said he's never seen that in his three years here. Sorry. It was that oh. bad of a beatdown. He, oh, he had he had no choice. He could he couldn't stand up and say anything. Like what is he gonna say? Like keep keep it up, keep it up. Like they're like beating the shit out of the Warriors. Oh shit! They sweet. <laughs> oh, they really sweet. Tom Thibodeau decided to take a breather. He was too tired for whooping y'all asses. Oh, my God. Yeah, this team is immaculate right now. We might go all the way. Oh, my God. Oh, I love I love this game. I really do. When the Knicks are, when the Knicks are good, life is better. Oh, shit. I didn't even notice that. Oh. Hug life with an important question. Do you listen to Ice Spice music? Yes. Um... That Bikini Munch Bottom is, sign, that Bikini Bottom song is fire. Bro, Munch, I need y'all to stop acting like Munch wasn't good. Y'all it's, acting like Munch wasn't good, and y'all be in the y'all literally in the back of your house going like this every time you hear it, because that shit is catchy, and you know it's catchy. It's catchy, but Bikini Bottom was better, I'll say that. Yes, it was, but still, like, they both catchy, they both heat, like, even that song where she's like, you from the ex, so I know you dirty, that's a weird-ass beat, but I rock with it anyway. Like, y'all can put some respect on Ice Spice and Glorilla. FNF and Anthem. Stop playing with it. Jordan Bob with another important question. What would happen when Obi comes back from injury? I mean, that is very interesting. I think he just slots back into, like, where yeah. Sims is at, though. Yeah. I mean, ideally, you would like to, like, see a... Sw- I mean, I got no problems with, you know anybody inserting and exiting the lineup to be honest but like sims is really fun too like why can't we have both man all all i'm hearing is this one play ob at the three and put sims and hartenstein on the <laughs> roster and let's take it back to the 90s with this shit oh my gosh 
I need not it. give Dibs any ideas because nah. it, it quickly and IQ it quickly and Deuce gonna be shooting the way they were shooting and Obi gets into his like October Duffy with it. Fuck it, let's go. That's like that's like looking at 156 offensive rating right there. <laughs> you got that right there. Exactly, with like a 90 defensive rating because we ain't gonna let nobody get no points. That rate about to be off the hook. I need it. Oh, oh give it to me expeditiously. I need oh, we can shoot like 36% from three the way he was shooting beforehand. Finger licking good. Cause we go we go boat race teams. You can if put that Obi, if Obi could get back to like catching teams off guard on like the like semi half the semi like fast breaks. Yeah. Like the way like Brunson found RJ in stride after like an inbound to just like quickly push it up. If you could find like Obi on stuff like that too, like woo. Uh, bro, I'm telling you, bro. You put Obi top and shoot a 36 or seven three, and Emmanuel quickly being league average shoot shooting against the 96 Bulls. I swear to God, we come out on top. <sighs> nah, but like that one play where like where I just mentioned where um Jalen found RJ, I like I was like so happy to see that because like I feel like we've never done things like that, like off an inbound, just like push it and like catch a team off guard like the way the Warriors were. And like I feel like we've that's something that we've done a little bit more this year that we have never done before. Um, and that's a credit to Jalen Brunson, of course, and like his ability to just like push the pace. Um, so again, once again, shout out to Jalen Brunson for, you know, bringing a new dynamic to the Knicks team this year. Man, if that man isn't an all-star, something has gone wrong. Something has gone wrong. I don't want to hear about no Trey Young, bro. bro Trey Young is putting it up. Like, he's shooting sub-30% from three. I don't want to hear anything about Trey Young needs to be an all-star. He does not. He doesn't deserve it. Not here. That is Brunson and Brunson alone. Yeah. Yup. Um, Virgil X is when is Obi coming back? Um, I forgot what his initial timetable was for his injury. I think like he has to get um, they said like two weeks, two to three weeks, but I think that was for like to re-examine his injury. Uh, mm, okay. He, he so, had yeah. reevaluated in two to three weeks, and that was December eighth. So you're probably looking at the new year. It's gonna be in January, late ja- mid to late January. He probably comes back. Yeah. Which means that another month of Sims and Hartenstein locking up the perimeter. 90s Knicks is back. The vibes are immaculate. If I just need Sims to start taking threes. If Sims take a three, it's over. That's all I need. I need our sense. Does he have that in the bag? I don't care. We up 30. Take a three. You think Tim's gonna get mad at you? Tim's is sitting down on the bench. He chilling. Take a three. Oh my gosh! I need Mitch Robinson to take a three. All right, <laughs> all right. I need it. Ah. Uh. Um. Jordan Bob says QG is so special that even Reggie Miller, Nick Hater for life, gave him praise. Yeah. Y- yeah. He had no choice. I mean, you got to appreciate greatness. And, you know, I think he sees he respects Grimes as a shooter. And he's always going to give praise to shooters. So where's that photo of like him and Ray Allen and like (laughs) Reggie? (laughs) I need to find that photo. (laughs) That's how I felt tonight. That was like Reggie Miller going, oh, he just like me when I was younger. I mean, I mean, like, hell, dude, Grant Grimes is. He's good, man. He's a good ass shooter. And you got you could have had you got most booty playing, and you could have Quentin Grimes. That's gotta hurt. I just a, lot of, a lot of teams gonna be upset that they didn't get Quentin Grimes. Good. It's about time. It's about damn time. Other teams feel bad about not drafting a player, and like we don't have to be that team that feels bad about it. Like, yeah, we deserve that. We do, because I'm tired of hearing about, oh, you guys passed on this, 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 this guy. Nope. I need to hear how teams passed on Quentin Grimes and Deuce McBride and Jericho Sims went at 58. You know how many teams could use a Jericho Sims? I could think of one. Golden State. They could use one, but instead they got who? 
James Wiseman. James Wiseman. And they used a fucking number two overall pick on him. And literally everybody was telling you, don't do it. Bro, they that, got entire, LaMelo Ball. that entire draft cycle, everyone's like, why would you do this? LaMelo Ball's right there. Halliburton's right there. Hell, the Knicks, they, they should, like, literally, if that deal with the Knicks were, like, 8 and 27 were available with Mr. Robinson was on the table and they did not take it, bro, they're, like, idiots. But, like, they were able to remedy it because they won a championship, so, like, it doesn't matter. But, like... Yeah, they're Teflon. Yeah. But, like, their drafting has been suspect. I saw the pool and, like, the big three. I mean, Kevon Looney's eye, but, like, come on, dude. Y'all can't draft. All right, so I guess we're looking ahead to the next game with these these comments coming up. Um, Ace Bouchard says Sims gonna eat against the Raptors and their tiny wingspans. That could be a good Sims game. Could be. Um, it reminds me of when Obi had a, such a good game against the um, Raptors. I forgot was it last year or the year before. I think it was last year. Last year. Last year, Obi had like nineteen versus the Raptors. Yeah, um, like nineteen and ten. Yeah. So like. That could be a good game for Jericho Sims because Jericho is kind of playing the Obi role in a way, um, at least on offense with like the cutting and like getting stuff at the basket. Um, he's not as aggressive offensively as Obi is because he can be a bit passive in terms of like when he gets offensive rebound or when he gets close to the basket. He's not necessarily always looking for a shot, but he could have an Obi type game. Um, and hopefully he does because, you know, that would be fun to display against the Raptors, another team that could use a center like Jericho Sims, but has refused to draft centers for God knows what reason over these last couple years. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would be great to, you know, have Jericho Sims do some shit like that against, you know, the Raptors, who I would love to see their downfall. I think one of the centers goes for double digits tomorrow. Like, I think as one of the centers will absolutely go for, like, double digits. It might be Mitch or it might be Sims, but I feel like one of them goes off for, like, plus they should and like that should be part of the, I, I don't i don't want to say it should be part of the game plan in terms of like we're force feeding guys you know like in the paint but like it should be like something that is a little bit little feature a little bit featured more um versus um a team like this like i think certain nights against certain opponents the game plan should change in terms of like what do we do just a little bit more to throw off a team yeah also, the Knicks are seventh in defense and eighth in overall net rating. So nice, nice. Uh, this is what a win streak will do for you. It will bump up your, you know. Yep, up all, all your averages are looking pristine. The team is firmly in their conversation of being like a top ten-ish team. They're the precipice of being a top ten team, I think. Maybe like a one more good week, and I feel like you can put themselves in the conversation of being like. A very, very good team. The problem is they're a good team, but all the other good teams are in the East. So sucks, but yeah. Um, all right. So Jordan Bubbs asks, what would be the plan to contain Pascal and Clarence Isle great value Drake? Wow, that was woof. Mm, but, that was personal. That was that was that was, that was rough. But um, I mean, in terms of Pascal, Pascal had a great game against the Sixers the other day. Um, eight point, not thirty-eight points, fifteen rebounds, um, fifteen rebounds six or just, seven assists. Like, he was going crazy. I watched he, that game. Like he, he was literally, crazy. it was him against the Sixers, bro. Yeah, it was him versus the Sixers because I mean, Fred had a stinker. Scotty Barnes has not been himself. Scotty Barnes needs to diamond test there immediately. Like it's it's just been bad for the um for for the Raptors lately um and you know they're gonna they're on a like what is it six game losing streak so they're gonna be hungry that's yeah. one thing we know they're not gonna just come in and lay down and 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 die or maybe they might I don't know like uh, maybe but I don't expect them to um the Raptors have always been an interesting matchup for the Knicks over the the years um we've always either had like either competitive games or they just been straight blowouts. Um, we did have that one game where OG and Anobi absolutely fried the hell out of us um, in MSG. So definitely want to get some get back for that. Um, and, you know, it would sting even more um, if, you know, they lose very badly too. 
Um, but in terms of like containing Pascal, I mean, Pascal is someone that's always going to be someone that like thrives in the paint and mid range. Um, and I think the way that our defense has been locked in so far, I think that like Mitch will be able to, you know, hold his own. I think they've been playing Pascal at center, right? So like, yeah. it's going to be Mitch. I mean, it's probably going to be Mitch either matched up against him or, um, or, 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 or they might match up Julius with him. I don't know. But either way, I think that like just stopping him at the rim is just going to be the main thing. And I think we'll be able to do a pretty good job at that um, with all the rim protectors that we have, as well as, you know, guys that just like are starting to take pride on the defensive end. Um, in terms of Fred Van Vliet, um, I think having Jalen Brunson on him will work just fine. I don't think there's a reason to like switch things up with like um, Grimes or anything like that, because I think Grimes will be better used especially with like size on um gary Trent jr or or, or an og at an ob so like i think that's where grimes will be used maybe use him on fred i don't know personally but like um yeah i think where i'm at right now is i think um to start the game they probably put uh mitch on siakam they probably will put uh, Julius on OG. And then I think you could get away with putting Grimes on Fred. And then have, like, RJ on Scotty, and then Brunson on... I don't even know who's starting for them. I actually don't even know who's starting for them, but uh, Gary Trent Hurt. I'll check it out. But, like, yeah. Whoever the weakest, their weakest offensive player is, I'd probably just put uh, Brunson on them. Um, so their their starting lineup last game was Fred, Scotty, OG, Siakam, and Gomez. Yeah, you you can like you can. Okay, so I will, I'll probably put um weird ass line RJ on Wancho then, and then I'll probably put uh Brunson and Scotty because I don't expect Scotty to like have the jumper, so or be aggressive. Like he just hasn't been aggressive this year at all. So it's like. You, I mean, you at, the, at that point you just dare him to like beat you. Yeah, like if if you're daring Scotty Barnes to beat you, I feel like you're in a good spot. Yeah, at this point in the season. Um. All right, Virgil X says happy with the Knicks as is, or Knicks need to make a move to go deeper in the playoffs. I'm happy with the Knicks as is. Um. I mean, I I I don't think they'll make any like significant moves. Um, Tyrese thinks they'll make a move to like get another guy. Um, I'm not just for like rotation purposes. I whatever they consolidate into, like with Cam or whatever, I wouldn't be surprised if like they toss out a couple seconds and like got a dude they can like bring in off the bench if they absolutely need it, like in the rotation. Like, I think the nine rotation is nice. I don't think they stick with it the entire season because like at some point, like you have to think about preserving people's bodies and. I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, for example, like, if the Lakers were in delusional, could you call up, could you call them up and be like, yo, Cam Reddish for Lonnie Walker? Like, how how interested would you be in that? And, I mean, Lonnie Walker makes a lot of sense. Like, you don't need to re-sign him afterwards. You can if you want to. You're, she's still only 24. But that's a, like, okay, we need bench scoring. We got bench scoring. And... We also like keep an eye towards the future. So maybe something like that. So I like, just get some cheap bench scoring in just in case quickly can't like find his consistency. But I wouldn't be surprised if he was able to find his consistency sooner rather than later. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy with the Knicks as is though. I mean, whether they make a move to add another guy or not, um, it's going to be interesting to see who becomes available. Cause like a lot of teams look like they can just become sellers and like, you never know what kind of like guy you can buy low on and like he becomes a contributor to you for you um late in your season. So that's always the interesting and fun part of you know these seasons in the NBA. Things change very quickly. Um and you know, you never know where your team may find themselves on that side. So, you know. Like, who knows if, like, the Knicks buy low on, I don't know, throw any na- random name out there, like, that may be on the team that's trying to to sell or whatever. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, 
Yeah, I know, I know what you mean though. Like, uh, again, like we've heard like Eric Eric Gordon. We've heard if we could get Burks back, I think they would, but we can't get Burks back because we can't trade him and then require him in the same season per CBA rules. Wow. Uh, which is whack because Burks is literally the perfect person for this lineup right now. You could play McBride, you could play quickly, and he gives you like the the dribble pass shooting while being six seven. He literally would be so perfect with this team right now, man. We gotta free him next year. Plus, he even hoop it. Like you saw Burks stats, bro. Burks is putting like fourteen on like sixty one true shooting. Because I mean, the Pistons, the Pistons aren't asking him to be their starting point guard. Son is hooping. <laughs> For whatever reason, like he's 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 being asked to come off the bench and you know be a bench guy, like he should have been in New York. Talk, he he is, he's an enigma. Long live Alec Burks, bro. Alec Iverson. He he um, really about to be a, he about to be a Nick next year. They they gonna bring him back. Um, Ace Bouchard. <laughs> he said Wiseman plays like Shaq if the Monstars stole his powers. That's being generous to the monsters. Yeah. Um, Jordan Bob asks you, what are your thoughts on Grady Dick and Bob Bob Miller? Okay, I haven't seen much Bob Bob Miller yet, so I don't have any much I don't have much else on that, but Grady Dick is um probably the best shooter in this draft by a good margin. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks take him. Like, cause he feels like he'll be in the Knicks range. And like that shooting is real, and he's like six eight, might be six nine. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks take him. It's just a matter of like, can his defense be passable enough to like get him significant minutes on the court? And do you want to pay him his second contract? Because we've seen like these shooter types get paid and then they lose their powers. Like Duncan Robinson, Davis Bertans, to a lesser extent, Evan Fournier. Like you pay these shoot one dimensional shooter types, and then like their second contract comes, and you're like, we don't want to pay them anymore. And shooting is the most preeminent skill in the league. You can always find decent shooting. So, how valuable is it to like give a guy that much capital? Like spending a first round pick on him, sure. Paying him, I don't know if you want to do that, but we shall see. With a name like that, he has to be white. Like, there's no way that's a black yeah, guy named Grady Dick. He's white. Okay. He's white. He's yeah, He's like, he is Asher Roth white. Like, yeah, I'm thinking like, there's no way there's a black guy named Grady Dick. Like, he would have got fucking roasted at school. I mean, the white guy probably did too, but like, black guy, your name Grady Dick? Hell no. He he play like. Sorry if you're black out there and your name is Grady Dick. By the way, like, by some odd chance. Like he he legitimately plays the way Jack Harlow raps. Okay, that's not, that's Asian. that's not encouraging at all. But like he that's not okay. That's not encouraging. Like, that was a bad analogy if you want to say he hoops. Look, I mean I'm not wrong. He hoops. He shoots. It's just a matter of like how good is that going to be for this um for what this team wants for the future. So we shall see. Um, This is probably going to be the last comment if no one asks any other questions. Um, Okay, so we got a couple more. Okay, Virgil X asks, can the Knicks really sustain things with no real backup for? Um, I feel Sims has been doing a pretty good job of just, you know, Knowing where to be on offense good enough that he can be the backup for um in this short term role. Um, because it's not it, it, Obi's not out the whole year, like he'll be back, so like we'll have a backup four again. Um, but Sims has done a pretty great job of being that backup four, trying to do the things that Obi does. Um, and even defensively taking a step further in terms of being able to stay on the perimeter with guys when he's when he switched. So I feel like he's done a pretty great job at being a backup backup for. So even though he's a he's a five, but yeah, I mean he doesn't have the, like the shooting ability that um, an Obi has at the backup four spot, but it hasn't really hindered his offensive capabilities or his ability to stay on the court. So yeah, 
Yeah, like, I think they're fine until Obi gets back. So I wouldn't really look into it too much. And if quickly and Grimes, sorry, quickly and McBride can shoot the way I think we expect them to shoot, then it's like it's perfectly okay. Yeah. Um, so Jordan Bob, we're gonna end this off with your last question. Who would you want on Nick's roster, Carmelo Anthony or Alec Burks? Alec Burks, not even a question. Carmelo Anthony needs to be a family man. Carmelo Anthony is like, all right, like if you want to like give him like the last spot on like the roster with like absolutely no intention of playing him for just like nostalgia reasons, like then maybe yeah sure but like in terms of like producing um like alec burks for sure because like he's still able to produce at a high level off the bench when being utilized correctly at dibs yep no no qualms there yeah i think on that note we will end things off we will catch you guys tomorrow as the knicks are on a back-to-back um thankfully knicks are still at msg keep the home you know, keep the good vibes rolling at home. Hopefully, you know, we can extend this streak to nine, you know, and, you know, we will see where it goes from there. Shout out to everyone that pulled up, left a comment, left a question, vibed with us as the Knicks have won their eighth straight game. Um, You know, just, you know, great vibes here. And, you know, we're going to continue it as we, as the Knicks keep winning, as the Knicks keep utilizing their young talent to win games i saw something today it was like from the other day but during this win streak average age of the rotation of the knicks was like 23 point something so you know knicks have fully leaned into this youth movement and it is it is producing wins as you know many many a nick fan have said time and time again um dibs has finally listened to the knicks fans which JJ Reddick and his guy Tommy Alter gave Knicks fans credit for on his podcast. He said Knicks fans they they've been calling for this. So, you know, shout out to him, shout out to them. They 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 know what's up. They know the real. They know Knicks fans no ball, no hoop. Um but yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in. Make sure y'all leave a like, subscribe, Helps us out a ton as we are on the way to 1K subs. Everything stricken related is in the description. And we are also on Instagram at the strict.land. Great way to get your Knicks fix on Instagram if you are not on any other social media platform. We will catch you guys tomorrow. Have a good night. Have a good day tomorrow. Peace out.